together. We've already been chatting for a few minutes offline. Good to see yes. each other again. Good, good to love to be here. Good, really good to see you wearing your blue shirt. It's yeah, really, really nice to be here and have the privilege and honor to be with you and uh, all the our friends from DoTerra. Yeah, super awesome. And uh, this is the first time I'm actually smaller than you. So, uh, <laughs> reality is not what it looks like. Portuguese so man outgrows the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Also, like my wife, she cut my hair a few days ago, and uh -huh. she, the front was pretty nice, but the back is really, uh, is it didn't go too well. So uh, I'm glad that's not visible. <laughs> For 30 years, I always had an haircut every month. So. Yeah. For 30 years, and now I've been without an haircut for two months. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so really right, crazy. right now we're talking, and maybe some people will hear this later, but um, uh, not right now, of course, the crazy Corona COVID 19 situation is going on. And uh, yeah, but so happy we can uh, speak here together. Jose Quintero, he's a diamond from Portugal. And I'm Willem Paul, I'm from the Netherlands. And uh, we met each other about five years ago in London for the first time. And we've been joking ever since. And uh, yeah, super awesome. It's really, really, really good. Um, one of my luxuries in life is my family and my friends. Uh, one day, or maybe three years ago, one of my partners outside of Duterte, another business that I, I have, he said, this year was really good. I think you should buy a Porsche. And I look at him and I said, hmm, maybe when I need it, I just use yours. And he started laughing. And I, I said, man, the Porsches of my life are the my my friends. And it's such a joy. And I have nothing against Porsche. I, I have good cars. but And I could drive one Porsche. There's nothing against them. Totally the opposite. Uh, but but it's it's such a joy to to be with with good people. Uh, it's it just makes my day. Yeah, I love it. Which and right is, now, which, which is your case, and I've I have a few things that I learned with you, and it was it all, always keeps me good memories. Although we don't spend a lot of time together, when we spend it, it's quality time. Hundred percent. And you teach me uh, how to uh, hug as a man. Because Portuguese people, <laughs> they touch each other more. Uh, it's kind of funny because right now I'm I'm a very introvert person. So what I like about the Corona time is that uh, you have a lot more me time and people don't uh, really bother you. <laughs> so I, I always send Chasha from Slovenia funny pictures because she's the same. And so we're so glad like uh, we don't have so much social uh, things we have to. Um, but I remember going to a meeting in Portugal and uh, I, there it was a group of men having uh, certain teachings and i remember that they were sitting in a circle and they were all sitting uh with uh, in a circle but they all had their knees touch each other's knees <laughs> and uh, and i can't really deal with that so i was the one that sit kind of to the back so i didn't have to touch them and uh later uh our mutual friend justin he said like well in portugal if you don't really touch each other then you don't really belong to each other <laughs> <laughs> and they, you're not part of the group. <laughs> it, it's funny the culture. And I, I was a few years ago in Cape Verde, and there, 
in some countries in Africa, men hold hand, hold hands. Oh, yeah. uh, so it, it was even a shock, a shock for me too. So it's 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 funny how, how the culture is different. Wow, yeah, crazy crazy difference, huh? Yes. And uh, yes. so I'm really curious, how is the COVID nineteen Corona thing right now in Portugal? So COVID nineteen for me uh, stands for uh, the acronymous of co-invitation, so this, the C of COVID, the O of organize, the V values, the internal, and the development. So COVID for me is the time to organize my internal internal values. That's for me. It could be anything else. But uh, in terms of Portugal, um, the country is doing good so far. So we have been in lockdown for since uh, March 16, so for a month and 10 days or 13 days, uh, it, it will have a huge impact in the economy. Uh, the hospitals, the, the main um, issue was Portugal didn't have a lot of uh, ice, um, intensive what do you care? call that? Intensive care beds. I see. Uh, yeah. And yes, thank you. And ventilators. Uh, but so far, the system is very relaxed for the time being compared to other countries. Um, although we have a thousand people that died in these um, two months, but it's so far is controlled. The concern is now when they start opening the stores and the economy, what is going to happen? So things locked down pretty hard there, I heard. Uh, and then yes. things are kind of open. We just closed the schools and our restaurants are closed. And pretty much everything else is open here. Um, but I've heard that you have a real estate company, uh, yes. Remax, and you yes. have multiple offices and about a, more than 100 people working for you all across Portugal. They locked that down, right? Yes. So we have our offices closed with uh, pretty much the same expenses, the rent and the uh, payments. Um, so And they are working from home uh, because... Probably one of the last things that you want to think about now is buying a house or selling a house. You don't want to anyone. You don't want to let anyone coming to your house just to see the house. So we were we are working digitally. So we we do some videos. We send it to the potential buyers, and if they 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 like, we can start the process. Wow. But it's it's uh, it's slowed really down the process. I would say eighty percent of the revenues we usually have came down wow. so so when the first moments you started realizing that did that have an impact on you like how you like it was pretty intense it, right it it did it did have a lot a big impact because uh we we have a huge structure um uh with rents with the payroll with a lot of things that we have technology that we have to support all of these people and from one month to other to the next month it dropped 80%. So, <laughs> yeah. And nobody, of course, nobody was prepared for this. So uh, we had a, had to do a lot of things in back office to organize uh, with people working from home, the, the staff to support the the consultants, the, the salespeople, um, negotiate with the landlords, negotiate taxes, a lot of things that usually we don't do it because... The business is going 
every month. I'm glad we have business like doTERRA because the online, so doTERRA has online so health. Lucky. So yes. lucky. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I, I don't need people that don't have other business or other situations. We don't even realize how lucky we are No. because usually we realize by comparison. We only realize that we are healthy when we lose health. Yeah. 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 We yeah. only realize it's all, rel it's all relative. Huh? All, all, mm -hmm. all the time. So when I see people come come to me and said, I'm I'm glad that you talked to me about the tariff a few time ago. Now is the time. Uh, as you probably know, without saying numbers, the tariff did so good this um uh, last few months have been crazy. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Crazy. In one day they did more than six months and 2014 that's yeah, in europe it's just exploding yeah. we're so lucky that yes. it's, it's even going better yeah we also get contacted by people like the, uh, a friend of mine he owns a bike store and, and one of his uh, people that worked there had some problems uh, with his health and uh yeah in the, he, he had some tests uh, done in the hospital but right now they don't have time for him so yeah, he doesn't get the results. <laughs> so he's like, uh, can you figure something out and uh, find some solutions? Because uh, I want my uh, my guy to stay healthy, you know? Yes. So it's yes, kind of yes. so people are like, whoa, like self-reliance right now becomes more more important than ever. This is like a reality, yeah. re like a, a reality check for people, how important it is to not rely. Of course, we rely. Uh, of course, we have to rely on those systems uh, because they're very, uh, very important. We all are aware right now how important they are, right? We can't go without them. They're more crucial than anybody ever imagined, or you know. Um, and, and at the same time, because they're so crucial uh, for the things that are life-threatening right now, uh, if you're not life-threatening, you have to kind of figure something out, you know. So people get more shocked of like, whoa, like how self-reliant, or for example, with uh, how healthy you need to be. Of course, healthy people also get sick. But uh, the the chance of people that are really obese, they get more problems with the COVID than people that are not. Which it doesn't mean if you're not, you don't get any. But but right is a reality check for many. Like well, like it's not a luxury just to be healthy. You know? No, it it doesn't matter how much money you have now. Of course, it helps. It doesn't matter how many cars you have in the house in the because you cannot drive them. So it 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 comes back to you. It's got to be you solving the situation. Hmm. And uh, doTERRA, what it has is, it's a health and wealth business. And uh, it's online. And people, some people will, unfortunately, will lose their jobs or companies. So they look for a replacement. So hmm. we have those three pillars that are the most important right now. It's, in my point of view, I've never seen a, a better time in the past for to develop doTERRA business as now yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and some sometimes maybe right now some things might not be able to really start up teams as much as it was a few months ago because it's more difficult some things but uh, the corona thing will it will it will start getting more normal and then people have learned, you know, people are like, well, for the next time, I want to be more self-reliant or I want to have an income that's more reliant or I want to make sure my health is more stable so I don't, I'm not stressed. So for things will get normal in a, maybe a new normal. I don't know, really. But Correct. then people will think will will have learned lessons to prepare for the next crazy because everybody now has been shocked and, and we're all like, 
we don't know when the next wave will come, maybe five years, 10 years, 15 years. But uh, we are the generation that have gone through it, just like the older generation that had gone through the Second World War. They were like prepared in a way. They're like, okay, we've gone through this. We learned from it. And all those older people, they were, all, they were also, they were always so super prepared, right? They always had food in their house, extra food. They, they were more careful with spending money because they learned lessons, you know? Perfect. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a funeral. One of my uncles passed away on Monday, and we had to drive uh, 200 kilometers each way going north. And I have a few um, relatives that are nurses, at least four. Never wanted to do anything with doTERRA. And two of them in the funeral. So the funerals in Portugal, you, you can only have seven people attending to the funeral. Seven. Seven. Yeah. And you have to wear masks. So. I was kind of reserved. I didn't want, didn't want to talk too much and expose the people, but they come to me and ask me about the terror, two of them. So uh, it's just like you're saying, it's the, the perfect timing and the, we are putting seeds because the ground is more ready for. So it, it might not, the plant might not come now, but the seed starts germinating now and they will come uh, later. Uh, I, about what you're saying, we have we have four kids at home, and they are they are having classes through Zoom, and we have lunch together, which is a very good thing. It's, it doesn't happen it doesn't happen during the the rest of the time. So I was saying, I was asking them, you know that you are living uh, a a very important time of history because your kids are going to ask you, how was it COVID nineteen, and what are you going to, to tell them? What's your story for them? And they were thinking, come on, Dad, don't give me that things now. But I just did the question so they can think about it. Because I, I have a joke with them during the lunch. I always say, well, in this situation, if you, are, if you were the prime minister or the CEO of the company, we, what uh, solution would you come for? And say, but I'm not, I'm not the CEO. I'm just saying, if you were, and if you're going like that, you'll never be. <laughs> Because uh, so uh, I keep asking them and they just get upset because they say, I just want to have a good time now. Perfect. Let's have a good time. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, I've seen some of the memes, you know, I, I really love the memes and the funny pictures. And one of, <laughs> one of the memes, you see a grandpa and he speaks to his grandson and his grandson asks his grandpa like, Whoa, you were alive during the COVID nineteen. Yes. You know, what did you do? Like, and, and you know, just how we ask our grandparents, what did you do in the war? You know, some some exciting stuff. And he's like, well, I sent funny memes and stuff to my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the army is doing some some stuff in Portugal, and when they when they realized I was, they knew that I was in the army. I served in the army for a few months, and they. Then they, when they saw the army, they started thinking, asking, what, what did you do in the army? So it didn't matter when I want to tell them. It only mattered when they were asking me and ready to ask me. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm just saying this, that sometimes the terror like this. Sometimes when I share or push people, if it's not the time, they, they've got to decide when is the time, not mm -hmm. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't decide the time for us, not for the, the team. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, things things are going going in a different way. Yes. And uh, so right now there's so much news, right? 
And uh, for a few days, I was uh, also like a little bit going down the rabbit hole, especially when it just hit. You know, I've got this uh, super alert thing in my system, which means when I feel like danger or feel I have to be focused, I get hyper-focused and I dive into it. And it kind of happened because we were in Tenerife and uh, in Tenerife, things were really crazy because the storm was there and, you know, the hospital was locked up of 10 minutes away from us. And so when we got back, I started really preparing like, well, this thing is going to happen in the Netherlands in a few weeks. And I was, I was, I was warning some of my friends and family and uh, they were like, no, nah, it will never happen. I was like, it's going to happen. Like, just, just be ready. <laughs> so uh, I got super prepared and like ready and but then a few days I was like, okay, I have to relax. You know, I got a little stressed stuff. And then you saw all these things on the news about, uh, you know, all these, I don't really even want to call them conspiracies, but then, because then I'm kind of, you know, saying they're not true, but you know, these deep stories of uh, what, what systems are behind this or maybe not even behind the virus, but they're behind, you know, vaccine stuff or whatever. And, um, to be honest, I really don't know the truth. Um, I, do I dove in it for a few days, but I got really kind of, I don't know, I felt a little helpless and hopeless and feel like, you know, if this is true, what are we going to do, you know? Uh, but at least I, I, I like to be prepared to know, like, a, if as a, as a people or as a person, I have to make a decision about vaccines or whatever stuff, I have some back information to feel like, okay, what might be the best option? But after some days, I kind of had to let it go because I felt like, okay, the light is going out of my eyes. Uh, I have to focus on what I have influence on, right? So how do you deal with this stuff, with all this news and all this information? And, you know, this, it's, like, it's like a rabbit hole. Like, you know, it's like Alice in Wonderland. You go into this, this rabbit hole and you kind of get lost if you keep going, right? Perfect. So for me, life is like a buffet. You choose, you go to a buffet, and you choose whatever you think it's healthier for you. Now, I'm not saying uh, put your head in a hole and just be happy and everything will be fine. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you should see what's going on, learn, but just don't leave 100% of that. You should watch the news for 30 minutes, whatever. Just don't spend 10 hours a day watching the news because... The body, uh, it is what we eat, and the mind is what we see, what we read, and what we focus. So where the, where the focus goes, the energy flows. So if we start focusing too much, oh, everybody's going to die, uh, whatever it is. And some, I'm not some, saying some, people won't die. Yeah, people die, and, and, maybe there's, die. and maybe there are systems that are taking advantage of this, you know? It maybe they be, are. But... Yeah. I, I usually say um, we cannot control the wind. We just control the sails of our boat. So just mm -hmm. don't focus on the the on the wind. Just focus how you can run your boat. It doesn't have. It doesn't matter if it's a small boat or a big boat, but that's all. So we, we have the circle of survival, the the circle of um, being worried, and the circle of influence. So just be focused on the focus on influence inside internal influence and external influences influence. You could you could decide just spend time being worried, or you could decide like you did 
uh, sharing uh, these interviews with people. So you can influence a lot of people, just not not me, you, by what you do, and that's all you can you can do. I was just um, uh, I like to share a lot of stories, and we don't have a lot of time, but um, we have time. Ja there's, no there's no limit is, on it. We have time. We mm -hmm. Jack Ma is one of the richest guy, guy in the world. And I'm not saying because he's rich. I'm just saying uh, what he passes, passed it through. So he's the guy from AliExpress, right? Yes, Alibaba, AliExpress. Alibaba, Alibaba. years ago, he had nothing. Uh, he was rejected ten times to get in in Harvard. Ten times. Imagine, imagine this. Picture this. One time, no. Second time, no. Third time, no. How many of us would be quitting by the second or the third or the fourth time? And he kept kept going. He kept going, going. When um, the KFC went to China, they wanted to hire 24, uh, 23 people. Sorry, and twenty-four applied. All the twenty-three except him were accepted. And and I kept kept going with these stories. And he he's such an influencer now and such an humble guy very vulnerable people were saying at the beginning uh, a few of his friends said that will never work and now he says it doesn't say but i'm saying it, it they were right it never worked for his friends just worked for him <laughs> and, uh, um so it is always like that and if you want to be successful you you're not going to please everybody it is what it is it's it's an, an opposition you cannot be you cannot go through your own way and satisfy everybody around you. It could be family, friends, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just saying you have to decide what you want and pay the price there, whatever it is. These, and, are, some, um, these are some lessons that you already learned before you started doing doTERRA. Yes. You were already like, you, you had a good company, you, are, you had a nice family, things were going well for you. Uh, so these these are some of the you know, some of the things that you already had in your system. And, um, Co correct. But we had, so our, I'm not saying we are, uh, we have more money. I'm just saying we always had a good family, but I want to share with you, with all of you. Imagine that your biggest dream in life is to be a father or a mother. Uh, we have a lot of, Luckily, we have a lot of women in doTERRA. And so you, you start working for that every, since you were young, that's your main goal in life, to be a full-time dad. And uh, your wife gets pregnant and she has a miscarriage. And then how do you deal with that? You're gonna tell your parents, oh, sorry, we lost the baby and all the people around you uh if you if you never thought about it i'm glad is because you never passed through a situation like this because it's a, a lot of uh, emotions to deal and the 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 secret of life from my point of view is how you deal with emotions the better we deal with emotions the better your life it is so the second time you have a miscarriage the third time you have uh, your wife is pregnant for five months and she loses the baby again. What you do? You keep going or you quit there? 
I have never seen my life, my wife crying for a night except the night we lost the baby as a miscarriage. And she she went to the mirror, she looked her belly her and she said, we went to the hospital, I had a, a big belly and I came without the baby and the belly and she cried the whole night. What do you do? Nobody prepares you for this. You have to live it and you have to overcome it. And as a, as a man, that's the worst. That's the worst thing that can happen. Like as a man, yes. to see your wife devastated. We've gone through some similar things, uh, trying to get a baby for years, and uh, some of these kind of uh, challenges. And seeing your wife like completely miserable. As <laughs> that's probably the most miserable day I remember in my life. <laughs> yes. So you totally, totally with you. And then you have to decide: should we keep going? Should we keep pursuing our goal, or it just it's not for us? Mm -hmm. We shouldn't do it. Maybe it's it's not our mission. You don't know. Mm -hmm. To be just so, to, to 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 risk uh, to risk keep getting disappointed, right? Because yes. you have this hope, and you rather kill the hope because then there's no yes. more pain, you know. And and that's all. Uh, as human beings, we can do that. We can kind of kill our dreams so we don't have this hope or this. You know, this feeling of setback or this disappointment, uh, which we fear, right? Because it hurts like heck. If you keep the dream alive, exactly. then it's like we risk getting hurt. Exactly. Then we decided to go the fourth time and it happened again. And it destroys you. It, and it's not that the life doesn't keep going. We still have the things, the other things to do. We're not just living this chapter of your life. It's your whole life and these as it was our big purpose then if i had the technology at the time i would show you our first um, son so on the fifth uh time Teresa was pregnant we we finally had a baby wow. and we we did everything we knew or we could we would talk with every doctors and they couldn't find out why they say now my wife has a PhD in math. For her, everything has, has got to be numbers. Percentages. Yes. <laughs> so 40% of the times, they don't know why it happens. 30% they have an idea. And 30% they, um, they know why that happened. They never find out why we had that. They never found out. Wow. So the second time, we have another baby. Then another miscarriage. Then another miscarriage then another baby then a, a girl with a twin with um, with a, another miscarriage so three boys and a girl because luckily we kept going if we decided Crazy to man. stop on the first on the second on the third i could not tell you this story super crazy man yes appreciate and, you sharing it it's oh, a very vulnerable thing as a guy we it, don't want to talk about this kind of stuff and we don't want to feel the feelings anymore right when you retell yes, it yes yes i just think um if it helps one person to to see that are more we are more alike than we are different mm -hmm. it's worth it to say yeah, yeah. That then through, you think through suffering and through pain, we're all connected. And yes. pain and suffering is not a, a, a necessarily a bad thing. 
it's very it it makes us human right and uh, yes. i think it's one of the things that helps us to really feel connected to have a shared pain and feel like okay we're all like even though it looks like on the outside we have this successful mirror and stuff but if we just show that it just makes other people feel small and feel disconnected but correct we, we impress are... we impress people the way you look like outside but we connect the way we share our back office yeah. our <laughs> backyard <laughs> i i had i remember i have i had someone on my office uh they knew the story some of them about not not uh, having the babies and some of the girls would tell me oh i have friends that i don't know if it's the right word in english but they just uh, have an affair with someone they get pregnant and they don't want to have the baby and you guys really want to have the baby and you can't so it is what it is it is what it and is when, yeah. when you think everything is good now oh everything is good good perfect we finally have the four kids uh Teresa was uh breastfeeding the the baby the the girl baby girl and I was outside of Portugal and she calls me and she says we need to talk and uh, as you know I like to play so I said oh we need to talk uh maybe you want to have a conversation like I had with some of my business partners a few days ago and she didn't say anything <laughs> then you're in trouble <laughs> then I was in trouble and that's when she said I went to the doctor and I have breast breast cancer I, we don't know what to say next uh, we were never talk, taught how to deal with this kind of stuff um, so you I start thinking thinking to who I'm gonna to who I'm gonna speak with uh, to find out more about it so I call a few people doctors and nurses to to get some information and feedback and to start working on a solution we went to the whole all of the hospitals in Lisbon um, to see what were the options and that's how we met the terror because Teresa was doing chemotherapy she she had three surgeries for for that one of the surgeries was nine hours uh, I remember it was like it was yesterday I had a Christmas uh, dinner with some of my uh, people on the, one of the companies and I have my two kids with me and she was at the hospital and for nine hours I had to go there to uh, after the, the recovery place for the surgery I don't know how you call it but after the surgery you go to a I think it's intensive a, care also could be could yeah. be yeah so they went they recover so I went there it was like 9 p.m and then we went to a dinner with a hundred people with my two kids because I didn't want to I didn't want to ruin anything I didn't want to um, spoil it spoil it and I didn't want my company to feel that I was not there when I was needed I don't want of course that I didn't want didn't want to um, not being present with my wife but I had my two kids all of our babies they were treated to be laid down on bed uh, while she was pregnant so we all have our issues we, if we find with that if we learn with them perfect uh, we completely appreciate our children be also because what we pass through of course you, we would always big, appreciate you paid a big price for it yeah yes, exactly <laughs> exactly
Yeah, and, and these kind of things, they kind of make us uh, realize what's most important, isn't it? Because uh, maybe uh, maybe uh, normally at a party, we feel like, oh, nice that uh, all these people like me or I talk to these people and you make jokes and you feel like popular or whatever. But when your wife is in the hospital, you don't care at all. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I, I don't give a crap even if the queen of england would come here and say oh jose you're such a nice person you'd like be like it doesn't even move me at all perfect perfect <laughs> perfect my my mom they are uh living with us on the on the our basement and my my father they are uh 81 now and one of my the uncles that passed away this monday was my my mom's brother she, of course she was crying but the situation uh we cannot hug each other because of of this situation so it's you feel very important important yeah, important yeah you feel uh, like uh, very, yeah yeah you uh, want to touch but you feel you can't right yeah so it's a it's a sweet and sour situation you want to do it but you can't do it because you might expose someone to a biggest problem so you have to learn with it to, to live with it it's be flexible i was told that an airplane is 85 percent out of route during uh during the the trip the route mm -hmm. the trip yes thank you and <clears throat> imagine 85 percent of the time it's a lot of time so of we, time. we have we have to be flexible and i have never i'm not saying it didn't happen i used to travel a lot it never happened to me that i didn't get to a destination that I was supposed to in the airplane, even though the plane was out of the route 85%, because it's flex it needs to be flexi flexible, and we need to be flexible. How does it help you to remember these difficult situations? How does it help you in the light in the situation right now? Because the COVID, it might not it might not influence your DoTerra business, but it does influence your Remax business, and. Uh, so financially, business-wise, all these things could give you stress, right? So how does it help you to remember some of the things you went through? Perfect. Uh, luckily, I have a wonderful wife, uh, the love of my life, and she is totally supportive. When she had the miscarriage or the, the cancer, she never said, never, never said, why me, why now? Never. One day we were driving, and uh, we were driving. Uh, Teresa was teaching classes in the morning and having chemotherapy for four hours in four hours in the afternoon. And I don't know if anyone know what I'm talking about, but it's, it's just staying there for hours, receiving drugs in your system, and there's not much you can do. Just be there. Uh, and she's totally, totally supportive. We never discuss and uh, so that helped me a lot being thankful to the situations we passed but going to your question is I always think uh, when some situation like this comes I'm grateful for what I have and I wanted to be prepared for a worse situation so what I mean is okay we pay in one office we pay 10,000 euros per month one of your offices one of our offices just rent it's downtown <laughs> lisbon and um what what can we do to solve this situation so 
it, like I said, it's all about emotions. Uh, if if we didn't have any money, if we didn't have any health, it would be a lot worse. My wife said when we were driving that day, she said that man has a problem. I said, what? Which man? Because he was um, he had no legs or no arms. And she said, I have no problem. I just have a breast cancer. And the breast cancer, the the prognostic are very good if you do what you're supposed to do. And Therese is very disciplinated. She goes to all the appointments and every six months. So it all it, it's all about the reaction that you have to the situations. Mm -hmm. ah, reality, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Reality doesn't exist. It's mm -hmm. how you see it, which that's what if, matters right that's what matters like there's so many realities that they're all true and some yes. people might fight like well but this is really true you have to look at it but still like it's about the uh, like some question that i like to ask yourself is with what purpose what do you want to, what results do you want to have so with what purpose or what results do you want to have are you focusing on this you know so if you if you don't have the the answer or the answer you don't like it you might have to focus on something different because correct just it's, getting it's you know it's, uh, it might mess you up i i have a joke that i usually say let's see if it works in english there there's a man driving and um uh, it's it's the south of portugal when i say the story is in the south of portugal going to the algarve so i say there's a man driving and he stops and he asks uh, a man on the street, where is this going? This uh, road going? Let's see if it translates well. And the man says, this road is not going to anywhere. <laughs> this no road needs to stay here. And the man says, no, that's not what I'm, I wanted to ask. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant, if I follow this, where do I go to? And the wise man on the street says, where would you like to go? And the guy says, I don't know. And he says, so it doesn't matter where the, the, the street leads you to or the road leads you to. <laughs> so if you don't go, if you don't know exactly, then you go to the phone, you see something on the Facebook, you see something on that, you see something in the news. You go down a rabbit hole like Alice in Wonderland and you just get lost. Exactly. We tend to follow the stuff that triggers us. Yes. You know, and we have this part of our brain that just notices stuff that's dangerous. So we'll just click on the stuff that triggers us that we feel we have to protect ourselves from or we feel like triggered or we feel like it might distract us so we don't feel anything. You know, that's that's right now we need emotional discipline. And sometimes it just needs you walking in the forest without your phone. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. You need to have your goal clear, mm -hmm. really clear. Then you need to have a a, rit, a, a morning a morning ritual. Every morning you need to put good stuff in your head, like in your body. Every your morning. Heart, yeah. I, I take a cold shower every morning since the five four four or five years ago wow. cold as cold as you can get uh in germany it's really cold when i go there i, I in the <laughs> netherlands too so as cold as you can get because I'm, we're not allowed to go to the ocean now uh, but so and then you, you, you need to start feeding your brain with good stuff otherwise it's like you're saying we just go everywhere you, then you have 
<clears throat> lack of energy and energy controls your life if you don't have energy you can't do anything so we need to work in your energy and put good stuff in your brain and just go for it every, every day so it's a everyday routine it's like going on an airplane they say you need to put your mask first i so think right now that's, that's like everybody is like right now i think confronted with this thing because you don't lean on distractions anymore especially social distractions you know going to the cinema going out to dinner going to events you know all these things that are nice and give us a good feeling of belonging or you know being distracted and uh right now we have to find a lot of things in ourselves and our relationship you know here in the netherlands the last month there's 33% more divorces. Oh, holy crap. It's because people are so, suddenly they're like, I'm kind of bored because they didn't really put nutritious nutrients exactly. in their relationships or in exactly. themselves, you know, or in themselves. If you, know, if you don't really focus on who you are or who you want to be, then right now you kind of end up being like, well, I'm kind of bored. And you could use that, you know, you could use that as like, well, I have to end everything. And I was like, whoa, we've only been in this for like six weeks. <laughs> now, now already, like this could, you know, you could also see this as a thing to like, okay, it's a signal we have to, you know, this is the thing we talked about, like you can give it meaning, you know? So what kind of meaning do you give this? They could give the meaning like, well, our relationship is boring, just end it. Or they could give it a realization of like, whoa, this is like, it kind of shows who, where we are really at. And uh, what we can work on. Yes, I sometimes have that effect on people. They start crying. Sorry about that. <laughs> I got some hay fever. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, totally. I, I don't have. A, I, I have someone that um, I, I know. She's a she's a lawyer, and she specialized in. Um, divorce mediation or, or litigation so when someone needs to divorce it, they they go through her first if they want to negotiate or to come to a to come to a, a commitment to make it work and she's she was keeps telling me after this i will have a lot more clients and oh, i man. said unfortunately it's true unfortunately because people are not prepared to like exactly like you said if relations with people need to be um, have nutrition so we, if you don't invest on the other you, you can't grow and the relation can't grow it's it's mm -hmm. a givers gain you have to give first to receive after yeah uh, all the I quick fixes a... and all the quick you know stuff that makes people feel good right now that's gone exactly and it's a lot like of uh, hospital. a lot of external things are gone you know what car you drive, it doesn't really matter. You're, nobody's going anywhere. Yeah. Or, you know, a lot of really, like even the clothes you wear. Like, I mean, I say it at home a lot with the stuff I wear because I'm doing a lot of stuff in my garden and on outside my house, I have paint everywhere. Like, it doesn't really matter. Like, it's kind of weird how a lot of things that are external that are normally like in the world, you know, and are out in our society are very much important or to be seen in uh, restaurants or to be seen at certain places. All of those things right now don't happen. So we have a family member 
and uh, she is uh, she is in the, in her student time, and she got her, her her feeling of belonging happens at festivals. You know, uh, I don't know if this translates, but you know, big festivals where yes. thousands of people come together and they do whatever, and they she goes there with her friends and stuff. And right now she feels kind of empty because that feeling of belonging doesn't happen it's, anymore. It's yep. And she, she kind of knows it will take a long time before a thousand people will be together, you know? And she doesn't even know that will ever happen. So it shocks some people that they, where they built their sense of belonging, how, on what rock they built that, you know? Exactly. And, 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 and also uh, with themselves, like, uh, now there, uh, she sits in the room a lot, and like she's like, "Well, it's, it's kind of boring, you know." And um, so I'm just telling the story. Like it, this is is perfect. This COVID thing, it helps, uh, you know. It uh, brings things up in a also in a relationship. Luzana and me were used to being together a lot because we work a lot together. But even us, we have uh, more fierce. I don't want to say fights, but we have stuff that we feel really intense and kind of explodes a little bit, a little bit fireworks. Because normally I can walk away from things that or irritate me or that I don't really know how to deal with it within myself. And normally I could uh, go and do some, um, uh, I don't know, go with the boys and do boy stuff for a day and uh, be distracted. And I don't feel those feelings anymore. And, but right now I don't have that distraction anymore. And it, and it keeps bugging me. And uh, I still have a coach that I uh, speak to every now and then. Many times it's online and sometimes from a distance together. And uh, now I'm dealing with some of that stuff that I'm confronted with. But normally I wasn't really confronted with it because I could walk away from it and be distracted from it. And now I'm like, holy crap, this is irritating me so much. I, I feel like I can't even breathe sometimes when I'm uh, with my family because is uh, I have to learn how to be true to myself and still be true to others. And I'm not super good at that. So then those boundaries, they disappear. But now I really need to work on them. And normally when I got too much, I could just walk away and do stuff with my friends. And um, so I think it's beautiful in, in ways also that it's, uh, it brings up stuff that we have to deal with within ourselves. Because with our relationships, it gets really, you know, bigger, you know. And now we can't walk away anymore. And of course, there's people that are alone. And I, I think those for many of them... This is a this is a difficult time, and I would I don't have advice really because I'm not in that situation. Uh, um, uh, it's to me it's all perspective. So mm -hmm. Nelson Mandela was 17 years in the in the jail. Um, was it like 30 we, times or something? But it was like crazy long, right? Crazy long. Yeah, and that's where he grew the most. The most, and. Um, if, if we see a life like a sprint and we we want um, immediate satisfaction, then it's that's it. we don't have it. So if and if we see it as a marathon and you see, as I believe, an eternal life, a life after this, then you relativize everything. Everything is relative. So yep. in five years, you me you will want to say, oh, I met at you because you didn't you left your shoes. Uh, on the rug place, or you left uh, the toothbrush uh, dirty, whatever it is. So if, if you have a long time vision, uh, we deal better with the things. And 
I usually give this example. If 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 we do this, like you want to bring everything up to you, that's not how you swim. You've got to swim. You have to do this. You have to give more than to receive. Mm-hmm. The yeah. the you secret flow, of right? life is giving. Yep. 100%. And um, and the fulfillment. You can have a lot of success, but you are you are just. You, you might have success and just a lot of money, but to be fulfilled, you need to give. And to give, it doesn't mean only money. It means give your time, give time for people to, to grow. I remember one day we had lunch. I have told you this. And you invited me to have lunch. And I have done a lot of that to a lot of people too. And usually at the end, I just say, I'll pay. But you very accidentally, you said, can I pay for it? And I, it was really impactful for me. So you, you wanted to pay, but you didn't decide to pay. And that's, I think, even though we, not, we think we know the best for, for other people, for the kids, we have to sometimes let them pass through the situation so they can learn. Mm-hmm. And um, being together and working together, like you were saying, sometimes you just need to give space. Like my wife, she she teaches, she's very, she likes to prepare and sometimes she just go out of the house for four hours. Even now, I'm saying now. Uh, she went for a walk, she went for a run, she went to, to visit some old people that she's supposed to help. That's her own time. As long as we all know, it's perfect. It's, I think we can be a lot better if we not you and me, I'm generally speaking, if we communicate more. Because mm. we we tend to judge people by our intentions. Because mm-hmm. we cannot we cannot see their intentions. We say, ah, if I was me, I would do like this. And the way she did that, something to me, I I don't like it. So we judge other people for their behaviors and we just judge ourselves for our um intentions. Uh, intentions thank yeah, we're you gen- we're so, gentle for ourselves but for others we're like yes <laughs> yes yes if we come late to a place uh we don't judge ourselves if other one other person comes late for a, a place for an appointment ah, you are always late or always you late. disrespect me <laughs> yes 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 tony robbins always says it's, it's an ask assumption right yes <laughs> ask, yes ask assumption. <laughs> i like the story on that on the um on the 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 man who wrote seven habits of other effective people Stephen Covey yeah yeah Stephen Covey thank you he he was saying that uh he was at a place writing some book uh, a, a public place and a man comes with i think two or three kids and the kids were doing a lot of noise even Stephen Covey some a man was uh, very, very good in behavior. He came to this man and he said, can you hold your kids? Can you control them? And the man really nice comes to Stephen Covey and he says, sorry, they are trying to overcome the death of our of her mother. Of the, of... <laughs> and Stephen Covey was like, holy crap. <laughs> so like you were saying, you never assume makes you and me ass so yeah (laughs) 
crazy, crazy. I, I want to ask you a few more questions before we end because we already sure. had a great conversation. Like you've been in doTERRA for about five years, I guess. Yes. If I would ask your wife, how did doTERRA change you? Um, completely. So I, I, on my strengths, I'm a developer. I'm, I like to learn more and I like to be with people that are better than me. And that's doTERRA's environment. That's plus the health, the, 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 all the doTERRA products. Um, the, when, after Teresa had cancer, uh, Justin, that you and, I, you and I know, he said, oh, maybe Teresa should pass, not uh, just then, back then, on her belly. So I came home and I said, Teresa, Justin said you should wear this because of, uh, she was feeling nausea because of chemotherapy. And Teresa looks at me and says, what's that? Now, she has a very scientific mind and a research mind. And I said, I don't know, this is natural. If it doesn't help, it won't hurt you. And she looked at me and she only took it because the pain was so big that she was able to, to, she was to like, take it. She was like, whatever. I'm like... not... <laughs> yes. And, and I'm not saying she doesn't respect or she doesn't believe it. It's not the case. She, was, she wanted to know. And she was also... The skeptical. Yes. And very... Uh, with the defenses more... Uh, changed because of the situation. So she took it in five to ten minutes. She was asleep. And I said, what? What happened here? Uh, so I wanted to... I said to Justin, I would like to take Teresa to New York after this cancer and I would like to go to... Utah to meet the people because as important as the product for me or the company, I wanted to know who was who were behind the company because a very good company can be destroyed by by less good people, and a very a very good people can have a bad company and start a, a better one. So I wanted to know who was behind, and I was delighted with the people. Uh, it was. Uh, Murray, it was Christian and um, other other Jurgen, 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 mm -hmm. and I. I always thought that we are the result of the five people we get uh, more acquainted with, and I have a lot of good friends and very good business friends in Portugal, and I wanted to know who were they, and I was delighted. So I, I was delighted with the product. I'm delighted with the company. I was all in, although I had my other companies, and I, I, I met so good people. So for me, when I heard there's a boot camp, I said, "Let's go." So that's when we start talking, and Adam and Roger and other people, and it made a huge impact on me. I was my other business. It, it takes me a lot of energy and a lot of time. And the, the bigger the business is, the more involved you usually need to be. It's completely the opposite here. The bigger the business is, uh, you have to be involved in a different level, which gave me the time to be with my family, with my friends, and just uh, be voluntary in other things that, that I do. So it, it, it gave me a new life, totally a new life. And I'm not where I should be yet, but I'm on the process. I'm enjoying the process. Like you one, once you said, take this as a, a course, like a training uh, I don't know if you remember telling me that, but it, it is what it is. So being paid 
to help others into and to learn yourself too that was the biggest impact on on my doTERRA business on my journey and i want to do is help 10,000 people to be financial free and 10,000 10, kids uh, teenagers to be entrepreneurs that's my my main goal oh, i love it i like how you share that so super specific how uh how did you overcome your biggest challenge in doTERRA and what was it? What was the, do you remember a moment where you felt like it was a, there was a challenge? Of course, you were already an experienced guy. So maybe you were not too shocked by being an entrepreneur, but there might be other things that, that were uh, a challenge for you. Like how did you, uh, what was it and how did you overcome it? You asked me if I still remember. I, I, I had the challenge this morning, so uh, I still remember. I. Your biggest, was it this morning? Yes. <laughs> no, I was, I was joking. Um, the thing is, I always assume because I knew a lot of people, uh, I'm used to connect with people, it would be um, faster. Mm. And um, so my, my biggest challenge, challenge is not to be, to be there faster. Mm. And I had to learn to enjoy the process. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Enjoy the journey with joy, enjoy, yeah, yeah, yeah. being joyful. Not like um, enduring, like with suffering, like oh, we have patience exactly. and like, uh, it's going to take a long, but just enjoy it, embrace it, right? Embrace it. It takes it, take it. I'm a very competitive, competitive, competitive yeah. guy. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very, although I don't, I don't like the real estate, um, in Portugal is very, 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 very competitive. Very aggressive. People uh, aggressive. Uh, people do whatever to do to like like sharks. Gain. Exactly, exactly. And I came from that world. Mm -hmm. Of course, because of other things that I do, I have that I think balanced. So, but I had to learn how to enjoy the journey mm. uh, and be really joyful. Learn with it. Uh, not uh, like you're saying. Not just. Be there, endure, endure, and, 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 it, yeah. and suffer, suffer. Yes, let it go. Mm -hmm. Let it go. Don't resist. Like coming to the a plane again. Be flexible. It's people. If if the plane, uh, there's is a not there's flexible, a lot there's breaks. a lot there's a lot yeah 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 the the, the plane breaks. It, there's a lot less control, right? Exactly. There's a lot less control, which is not which is probably the best thing there is. But as a human being, it's uh, it's uh, confusing sometimes, isn't it? It was really confusing because I came from this corporate world. Everything controlled. With, with 300, 400 people in my company that oh, if, if you want to give them uh, just your hand, they want to have your, your whole arm. So you need to leave some space sometimes to some people. Otherwise, they run your life. They'll eat you. Uh, yeah. They'll eat you alive. There's a... That's a big it, contrast with doTERRA. It's like it is. It's like totally black and white almost. Yeah, totally opposite. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and I'm, usually I'm very close to people, but I, I had to learn. By nature, I'm close, but I had to learn to give distance. Otherwise, they call me at 10 p.m. You have to have boundaries, night. right? Yeah. Yes, and I was I was having dinner and calls and calls and calls and I had to learn to stop that. I'm not saying <laughs> that some people can cannot call me at that time or any time but it, if, if there's a, an urgency or a need 
not every every day. So in, in Portugal, there is a joke that I used to say. It doesn't translate because uh, bon means good. Bon. And bonbon, it's a cake. <laughs> so bon is good. Bonbon is a uh, Bon is, is good. Bonbon is a cake. When you want a cake, you can say it's a bonbon. And I always say to people, you need to be bon. You need to be good. You cannot be a bonbon, a, a good good. Otherwise, people eat you. So, so it's, it's put boundaries when the the thing is. Um, I think I think that that's the. It was my biggest challenge, and I, I. The terror really makes makes uh, totally sense. Totally, if uh, I usually say, if we understand the terror, we would would be working ten, twelve, fifteen hours per day every day until you reach whatever level you want to reach. Yes, and that's yes. the powerful of the terror. There is. It's like a no, super. It's about interdependence. It's like it's about standing next to each other. There's no control. There's there's a lot of influence, but influence is a lot different than control. Uh, influence liberates you and control just makes you locked up and the people also and makes you kind of breakable like you say like a, it will it will it will break you if you get too much on control but if you're in, if you're on influence and you kind of get can get get uh, let go your influence is uh, it's it's uh, unlimited it's uh, unlimited and uh, it can expand without limit without a ceiling but it's, uh, I, I think uh, influence is an art because uh, it's not a black and white thing. It's not an all or nothing thing. Like you say, sometimes there's boundaries and sometimes you have to lean back a bit, sometimes forward, uh, because you need to be able to stay whole as a person, but also uh, make sure other people can stay whole in the, in, in, in however they experience that. And I think that's why... Uh, um, Doterra is never, and you never get bored. If you really focus on the human aspect and the development in your own system, it challenges you so much. It's like, wow, it's like, it's unbelievable. So sometimes for me, working doesn't look like normal working because sometimes working means you are journaling and doing, looking inside what's going on, or you're doing walking in the forest and you're looking at what's going on inside. It's not always grinding and working, 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 because sometimes with that, you're just forcing control and it doesn't work because other people won't be inspired or they were like, oh, like you're, I just feel you're trying to pull my arm in a certain direction. And uh, so it's like, it's, it's, that's what I like about it. Maybe that's too spiritual for some people, but I, this is really how I feel it. Uh, totally. I, I think the biggest learning is, is we understand how others operate empathy for the others and mm -hmm. that's uh, there is a i was talking about the thing called four lenses the, there is a kind of kind of strengths but if people see the world by mm -hmm. their own lenses mm -hmm. and it's it's really nice nice to see and uh, tools like enneagramma there are nine kinds of uh, personalities and you need to, and that's the beautiful of life. It's like a soccer team. Mm -hmm. If you put a very good player like Ronaldo on, on as a keeper, it won't go good. So everybody in the in our team, and I'm I, when I say team, it doesn't necessarily need a Dotero team. Generally speaking, as a society, mm -hmm. we need to understand who's doing best on that 
best on that role and let it let it do it because we don't know leaders in our days are people that they they just run the orchestra just just run the the artist they don't need to know everything but they need to lead people and have the best advices for each specialist and let them do whatever is best i was watching a thing yesterday about the, the countries that are doing best with COVID, and a lot of them are new zealand is going amazing exactly new zealand is and she's you're, a, you're gonna say it's all women right exactly <laughs> exactly uh, they're best team players women. <laughs> yeah. and i was thinking why and the conclusion i came is women are very used to think more about the children that about themselves i'm not saying i don't know if it's this explanation i'm just i understand just, like uh, men are more uh, driven to be the alpha right Yes, and uh, yes. I'm watching a documentary on Netflix. It's amazing. It's called The Last Dance. It's about the upcoming of Michael Jordan, the basketball player. Mm -hmm. And the first few, uh, the first four episodes are out. And it really shows how he became the superstar as a basketball player. And in the beginning, he was the alpha. And his head coach in the beginning used to develop the strategy for the team to just always get the ball to Michael. Always. And uh, he was the all-star team. He was the all-star player, best player of the year, blah, 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 blah. But he ne they never won the cup. They never won the championship. And then they got a different head coach, and he accepted the philosophy to, to do like a triangle strategy, which meant everybody could get the ball, and it was no longer Michael Jordan to get the ball uh, only. And it, it took him a while to get used to it. But at a certain moment, you saw that he really started to embrace it. Like, I don't really want to be the player of the year anymore. It has to be the team. And then you see that they start adopting and, and letting other powerful players to also get the ball. And they won the championship. And it's really, really cool to see it because they still have a lot of video footage of those days. So you still see the Michael Jordan in his younger years where he was the alpha and the only guy that would just always score like 60 goals. Of the hundred points, like sixty were there his, and you could see that his his change and that, that he grew up. And at a certain point, just he was he said in the media, and you could, it, it was not the time right now where they just see the they say the stuff that you know they they know people want to hear, but he's like, okay, this is like my new vision, you know, and he he stopped. It was they say like it's really special when somebody that good embraces the team vision, you know. And I think that's what you, uh, a little bit about some, as a man, you're just focused to be the alpha, to be the guy that, that scores, right? <laughs> to be the, the, the guy that scores. Um, exactly. But, yeah. Programs in our system, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, uh, instead of a Michael Jordan's team, is is the the whole team. Not not he, He's not the team. Uh, he's not, we have a lot of, challenge with big egos even mm -hmm. in soccer teams sometimes you hire the best team players but you don't have a team you just have a a, a lot of good players but not one team a lot mm -hmm. of egos and that's yeah, yeah. the challenge if if we i i, I when people come to me and said but you have all of that stuff you don't have a big ego i said i have my ego but i i i left I, I joke and I say, I had a big company and I sold it. And the people say, really? Yes, I, 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 have, I had the ego company, the, 
the reason always be right. So I sold it. And I, they kind of don't understand. I said, I mean, I don't want to be all the time right. That's a, that's a bad business to be right. And it does not give you a lot of money. I'd rather be, have a good team, working good, and all of us be happy. The rest, the results will come instead like of be it. right. So there was a point in your life you realized that's not what life is about. Yes. Uh, since I was a little kid, I think eight years old, I started doing my own businesses, small business, selling stuff. And 18 or eight? Eight. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I, <clears throat> I, I was a volunteer um, for two years, when I came back and I said, what I'm going to do with my life? I was 20. So people say, oh, you should do that. You should do that. So many advice. Yeah. My, my father would tell me some stuff. Oh, you should do this, you should do that. And I said, sure. I wanted to study psychology. So I went to study psychology at night and I start doing some sales. And then I start opening my companies. And uh, my, my dad used to criticize me. He would say, oh, you study now. You are having this business because in Portugal, um, until Back then, 70... it didn't happen, huh? No, we didn't have a lot of uh, entrepreneurs because Portugal was a dictatorship until for so 74. long, right? Yeah, for yeah, so yeah. long. Yeah, people so were kind of stopped dreaming, right? Exactly. So people would go, "What would be a good job to work for a big company, a bank, or the state?" That was mm. the main safety, option. safety, and yeah. exactly. And I, I, for some reason, I didn't want that, but I didn't know what to do too either because I had no mentors or no guides so I, I had to pay the price to learn and um and i i always thought oh i'm gonna do this way this way this but then i i got into this real estate market that people just um, and then it's not real estate only or where there's a lot of money involved mm. people big, kind of uh, lose that values big bonuses I mean, yeah yes so their brother it doesn't matter what you have to do to Quick make hit. that commission quick exactly. hits quick hits quick commission shortcuts that kind of stuff and i didn't felt comfortable there i mean that's what i had but i didn't it was not my my ideal situation mm -hmm. so when the terror came along it was a really nice and fulfilling transition mm, nice i like that do you have any advice for people right now that are uh, experiencing some challenges with the COVID situation to uh, end this interview together? They told me one day, never give an advice. And I said, why? Because people don't want advices. If you want to do some advices, sell them. Because what it's given, people don't va don't value. <laughs> but I, I said, makes sense. Uh, so Somebody, the, some, no, that's a good advice. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what, what's the price? <laughs> I, I, I would say you, if you are not where you'd like to be right now, it's probably because we have something to solve in one of these three areas. In your health, in your relations, between you and other people and a higher force, I call it God, it could be universe, whatever you feel it is, 
and um, your prosperity or career. Career. Once you're talking about doTERRA, I would say uh, pros uh, prosperous, uh, being career, mm -hmm. uh, career back uh, versus being abundant. So our minds, our brains were designed to survive. So there are a lot of us just think, oh, I'm going to pay the bills. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I hope we all of us pay the bills, but we have to go higher than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, not, not just a short term. Not short vision, mm -hmm. not short time vision. Um, so if you have your health good, your relations good, relations with your yourself and with others, with your wife, with your spouse, with your kids, your your friends, and with a higher force, I call it God, and you have a, a long time vision, being prosperous, you have everything solved. It's a matter of time. Uh, Jack Ma that we, be, uh, we we spoke in the beginning, in 95 he had nothing. Just this year he gave 135 million away. And he says, that's not my money. My money is to serve others. And he, had, he, he learned the toughest way as well. So, if you see others first, everything will come along. You see others, you work yourself and go for it. I love that. Don't 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 wait till you have enough with giving, right? Perfect. You give you give whatever you can and stretch all the time yourself. On the mm -hmm. comfort zone, nobody grows. Mm -hmm. I love it. Jose, thank you so much. It was the greatest time. I loved it. Thank you. Hopefully we can do it more times and help more people if it helped. I'm glad to help. And it's such an honor. Please say hi to your lovely wife and your kid. I didn't say at the beginning, the first time I met your wife, I did something like that. Uh, she she didn't like it. Now we are I, we are good friends. It's just, it's a, a way of respect and... Um, and a different culture it was a <laughs> was it was a, it was very good. Please like, say hi to he her. He touched my chin. What yes. is this thing? Like, <laughs> the Portuguese being nice. <laughs> Portuguese with the COVID, they drive better now. I'll tell you the story. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's calm on the streets. It's calm. I went to Porto, came back, and three guys stopped. To let my car pass, I said, That's not Portugal. I knew no, no, no. <laughs> it was really nice. It's funny how nice. things change. Obrigado, de nada. I can't say in, in the in the, the Dutch. <laughs> Graag gedaan. Graag gedaan. <laughs> okay, thanks so much, Jose. It was Thank you. Amazing. It was a great time. Thank we'll you. Post, we'll post this, uh, this thing also on the podcast on Spotify, it will just be on the Livercast. And then you can just listen to it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Stay safe. Bye Thank bye. to all of you. Thank bye you for bye. taking the time. Bye-bye.